Are you your best version? Stick around to the end of this episode to know more about the app that is revolutionizing the way of meditating with technology, science, and quality music. Tune in with us and be the best version of yourself today. Enjoy the episode. It's kind of weird to say your name in English. <laughs> Hello, my dear. Very That's nice. going to be hard this communication here because we always speak in Portuguese. Yeah, that's a different way of chatting, really, with you. We're <laughs> my best friend. Two times. Yes, how are you doing? Welcome again. Thank you. I'm very happy and honored to be here. Thank you for the invitation. I love to share Kabbalah, and it's going to be a different way of sharing today. So thank yes. you. Yes, it is. And, um, uh, Yael, I am the one that have to say to, to, to be honored here because you are just not um, only a very important piece, you know, mentor to me as uh, right now is so rich the information that you have to share with us. And I hope people can get the best advantage of it, you know. So let's start. Yes, for sure. Thank you. <laughs> so. Let's start a little bit. Oh, guys, please send your questions, okay? We we might not read right away, but we gonna, as soon as we have a time, like a, a break between the questions, uh, we will definitely answer your question, okay? So, tell us a little bit uh, about Kabbalah so we can understand the, get into the relationship, you know, from the, the point of view of Kabbalah. Totally. So I think the most important thing for everybody to know, even those who didn't study Kabbalah yet, is that Kabbalah is a spiritual wisdom that shares spirituality. So it's not really related to any kind of religion. It is, but it's not. Let's it's say not a religion. Yeah, because it's, I like to have, to have this um, example and to compare between Kabbalah and yoga. Let's say... You don't have to be a Buddhist to practice yoga. And you don't have to be under any kind of umbrella of religion to study Kabbalah. Okay. So Kabbalah is actually um, a spiritual knowledge that can help us to achieve our best self. And when we speak about best self, of course, we are not living in this world to get, uh, alone. We live in this world together. So every time we speak about Kabbalah or a spiritual path, there's no way to reach a spiritual consciousness without having people around and without building relationships. So that's why it's very important in any kind of spiritual path to also look at our relationships and how can I improve my relationships so I can improve my relationships with myself as well. So as much as you understand yourself, you can understand the other. Totally. And the, the other way around also. As more I can understand people, I can also understand better myself because I am in relationship with people. So while I can understand that people are vehicles for me to understand better my my spiritual side, like, and this is very beautiful in, in studying Kabbalah and studying relationships that I really love both subjects 
because we can start getting to understand our connection with the universe, it's actually the same thing of rela uh, relationship with other people. Okay. How? I love this, uh, I love this teaching of Kabbalah. We usually think that people are mirrors for us, right? I think like if I see something in someone, it's actually a mirror of myself. Is that really? So, this I'm is just, I know it is, but I'm just questioning you so people can understand why people are mirrors. Because sometimes you, you just judge so much. Like, let's say that I judge unfairly somebody. And I was like, oh, but that it's you because you're the mirror. The person is the mirror to you. That's why you recognize it because you can see because that is on you. So how is that? How is that real? Yeah. So I think there is something even uh, deeper that I found within Kabbalah. Actually, so this is what everybody says nowadays. If someone is actually like pressing a button, a red button on you. So you think actually, you know, this action of this person is something that is inside of myself. This is true, but there's something even deeper about it. Okay. Our, actually, it's a, our relationship with people is actually a mirror of my relationship with what we say in Kabbalah, with what we call the light of the Creator. So oh. it's actually a different perspective. What wow. is happening? <laughs> okay. I, so what I see in the person, it's what I is what I'm seeing in the light of Creator. Not really. My no. relationship with the other human being is a mirror of my relationship with the divine force in the world. Wow. Okay. That hurts. Don't think about it. Uh -huh. if, you, if you are complaining that someone is actually all the time giving evil speech about you, okay? So you hear about someone that is speaking bad about yourself. Okay. So in the eyes of Kabbalah, in this relationship, what you have to do is to first ask ourselves, okay, so this person is judging me and this person is speaking bad about me. So what does that mean in my relationship with the life force of the creator, which is this, this force that gives us everything? And we, we have to come to a point that I realize where am I speaking bad about other stuff? Where I am speaking bad about myself? Because probably I have been complaining a lot about something, even okay. if not with other people, but I am probably judging that my life is not as good as it should be. And when we start complaining and when we, when we think that things are not really the way that they should be, so I'm not open my, opening myself to receive as more as I can. Okay. So what happens is the other person comes to me and this other person is like messenger. We spoke this about, about it in our other, uh, other interview. That actually people are not only mirrors of my relationship with the creator, but they are messengers. And this is so beautiful. Messengers of what I can change to become my best self. 
even when the person points right away at you, should I take that judgment as analyzing my relationship with the creator? Everything is an opportunity. But okay. why? Because the difference is when I think the other person is wrong, so she wronged me or he wronged me, and they start having power, not only outside of myself, but in the internal part of, part of myself. Like manipulating your feelings and stuff. Uh -huh. Which is my internal temple. And this is only mine. Can, nobody can enter inside of myself just if I give a permission. True. If I allow, let's say, someone speaks bad about myself okay. and, and I take it in and I start digesting and I feel really bad about it. So this person is really- You really believed what the person says about, it, about you. Exactly. Let's say no. you are selfish, <laughs> you just think about yourself and all that and you believed that and that hurts, right? Yeah. If you take but, it in, that hurts. Yeah. So it's kind of being two places at the same time and this is actually a very Kabbalistic way of seeing, seeing life. I, ha I have to be in different in two different places. So one place is, okay, maybe there's something that I can develop about myself of what this person is speaking about it. But at the same time, I know I am not this, uh, what we call in Kabbalah, evil, evil inclination. I am not this bad part of myself. So anytime oh. I understand that, I can detach myself and I can change. So the, the power is always mine, and the person is a messenger. Does it make sense? It does, it does. Amazing, amazing. So again, we, we are already talking about the, the first contact of relationship, the first, you know. But, and when you actually are in, uh, uh, about to do something that you know that is wrong, and you are accused, so mm -hmm. that inclination of doing that, it's also connected to, uh, let's say, a cheater. Mm -hmm. A cheater, <coughs> go at, it's doing something to uh, break that relationship because like not caring about that relationship, a cheater go and do something that it's, let's say, against the values, you know, <laughs> or yeah, that was, presented there so once you do that and somebody comes and accuse you or that that action itself it's related to your relationship to the creator as well yeah I know it's really hard to think about it yeah I'm putting this because I've been in the church side I've been the Buddhism side I've been in the Kabbalah I mean I've been everywhere and it's a lot of uh, judgment about it too, you know? And also that thing like uh, about being faithful to God, you know? And that's why I'm asking you if cheating in the relationship, that is connecting to your relationship with God. You know, you know what I'm saying? Well, we have to take it to, into the perspective that a spiritual path, it doesn't matter if anyone like uh, Buddhism or uh, church or whatever you you believe in any place the person follows that everything is to make us being our be best self 
like it doesn't matter which kind of path you're taking is to develop your relationship i let's understand better what does that mean to to have a relationship with the creator mm -hmm. uh it can seem like a little bit religious but it's completely not mm -hmm. i'm speaking about your relationship with your best self it's your relationship with the truth in the world the truth in the world is always sharing expanding it's enlightening things it's shining it's just all the good things in the world this is what this is the relationship that i'm mentioning it's your relationship with the positive and the good traits and the good stuff in the world and we have another part of ourselves which we also spoke in the last uh, interview we have the the bad inclination and we have the good inclination okay so our bad and good inclination is all the time speaking with ourselves to give us the opportunity of the free will i cannot choose i cannot choose anything if i don't have two opposite sides right like yes. if i'm going in a diet okay and now i have a desire to go in a diet and at the same time i have a craving for the chocolate fat food <laughs> no, okay okay so i have these two desires and just when i have both desires inside of myself i can really choose if i don't have both i'm not choosing anything i'm just following you know i'm just going with the flow of life mm -hmm. but if you so, want both sides we all gonna this is the the opportunity for for choosing this is what the kabbalah okay. said we are here to use our free will we think most of the time we are choosing stuff i choose whoever i want to be with i choose every day what i want to eat not what the kabbalah is not it's really not what they say it's not what kabbalah says no we actually choose only when you have two options inside of you opposite sides telling you to pointing you different directions you want to go both ways then you have to choose then you access the choosing but that's what i'm saying there are people that choose both sides and leave that way and what happened with this person that leaves both sides and there's no i can have both there <laughs> it's just an illusion you you cannot really have both you cannot think really. about it. one of one of the parts is not really real right because you cannot have both exactly think none about of you. the parts would be real once you choose both none of it totally. is real if God. you are in a room and the light is off so the dark the the room is dark you cannot have a dark room and a light room it's no way if you turn on the light so now the room is lighter you yeah, cannot light, yeah. so when we choose one thing like when we choose our evil inclination to harm other people or to harm ourselves we are not really uh in the middle we are already there if i'm if i'm harming myself and i decide like i think i'm betraying another person but before mm -hmm. betraying somebody else i'm betraying my relationship with my positive side oh, i'm yeah. harm for myself and that's what i think people forget about right 
it's not about betraying the other person, but betraying you and your positive side, the positive evolved part of you, you know? Amazing. Right. Amazing. So let's start talking <laughs> about the relationships, you know? Uh, in general, what Kabbalah says about the relationship uh, first uh, uh, is necessary to the human being to have a relationship. I'm saying, I remember I asked you this the last time, is it totally necessary? Because there are people that says, I, I born to be alone. I, I born to be a single person. And study says that a lot more people will be single and less people will be married. And so what is your opinion about this? Is it necessary to have a relationship from the eyes of Kabbalah? This is a very good question. And we can have actually many sides and many ways to answer this. Okay. And let's just remember something that maybe people are not relating because they don't study Kabbalah. Okay. Kabbalah has many different commentaries and different Kabbalists speak about the same subject. Mm -hmm. So whatever I'm sharing today and now in this moment is actually a way that I see things and from a few Kabbalists and few things that I have studied before. Mm -hmm. But there are many other opinions. So actually, we have, there's one thing in the Torah, which is a, a book uh, that is the code of Kabbalah. It's a lot of codes in, in the Torah. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people think, again, it's a religious thing, but actually it's a code of how can we our full potential. And there is a quote there that explains that a, a person cannot actually a man was not created a man or a human being was not created to be alone okay and what does that mean first i i want to i like to take this a little bit more open first a relationship like a loving relationship not everybody is in a loving relationship so maybe they cannot develop themselves okay i, I do not believe in it Okay, mm -hmm. I really don't. I think every person in different kinds of relationship, it can be a family relationship or a friend relationship, professional relationship, it doesn't matter. We all here to help each other to develop our relationship and connection with our soul and with the light of the creator. So if you are not in a loving relationship, so mm -hmm. you have other ways to develop. Mm -hmm. What happens to is that in a relationship, a loving relationship, you completely expose to the other person if you really decide to put all in. Mm. The other person cannot, like, there's no way to hide really, living the same place. And if you sharing your life together, there's not really a way to... To hide. Fake. Or to fake, yes. And you actually chose the person you chose the person like it's different of having a child or our relationship with our parents we can choose the person who i'm involving myself in a way that this person can see myself like naked in all the kinds of ways in my egos in my bad behaviors in my good behaviors in my good inclination so it's actually emerging that there's no other kind of you understand? So the yes. relationship with the creator is actually getting stronger 
when we decide to face and to get deeper in a relationship with another so mate. you're saying that once we surrender to our loving ones and uh is we are totally exposed so that's when the light comes totally it's very when they start shine the relationship through the surrendering totally i think it's really beautiful about relationship loving relationships that you don't really love the other person in the beginning of the relationship we are in love with we even have the, the expression we fall in love which is totally so frightening to think about i'm falling i'm falling, falling. yeah <laughs> true true i never thought falling. about it i never thought about it well, that's a good point yeah we actually should rise in love <laughs> okay i'm joking <laughs> so it's so amazing because actually i think love starts when you actually decide to open your hands a little bit and to to flexibilize to to stretch yourself a little bit resilience resilience we don't really love before you have to forgive you don't you just in love with the image of that person which is amazing you just see the good stuff about him or her but when you once you have to forgive once you have to stretch yourself to get inside of this so you change and relationships about transformation so that's the point so as much as you surrender as much as you accept the goods and the bads uh okay i'm not saying if you see that the person is harming them herself or himself like you're not gonna say stop you hurting yourself or something like that i'm not saying about it but what is uh surrendering acceptance and uh you you devote yourself to this love it's when your mirrors start showing more and being more exposed let's say the mirror is clearer you know and if you have that in mind always oh, like oh this is a message or this is you know my relationship with the creator how faithful how how good and uh given i can be in this relationship you know and uh, that's when the light of the creator acts and you start to evolve more and more because so you're saying that through the eyes of kabbalah you evolve as a person through your relationships totally and this can be you can see we we can just take this relationship with other people once you start actually stretching yourself and transforming yourself to love and to give and to add value and to to contribute more you actually bringing light to the relationship when we are in the relationship and just thinking about mm, what this person can give to me what can i receive from this person how much this person loves me and how much this person is actually sharing and how many times he or she says that he or she loves me like any time we are just so worried about what i'm getting this is trouble for our relationship with our soul oh yeah oh yeah it's just trouble we cannot receive anything when my point of view is just to receive i actually have to be in a relationship that of course i have to admire the person i have to see that i can support the dreams of the person i have to be side by side with him or her 
But at the same time, I my focus point is I want to add, I want to give. And this is the beauty of the relationship. When we start giving, we actually turn the key to start receiving. Oh yeah, of course. You open space for that. Yeah. Yeah, but oh, it's important to say that the giving has to be from love, not just, okay, you're being smart and like, oh yeah, so it's to give, okay, I'm gonna give here, give there, oh, it's nothing happening. No, of course, but your heart is not, you Very know, uh, directed to, to that truly act, right? Very good point. So, uh, the, the last time in Portuguese you said about the space that the lack that you find in the other person, or the lack you find in yourself, you search in the other person. What is missing within you, you end up searching in your relationships. Yeah. And that's how you end up in abusing relationships. Tell us a little bit about that vision. Yeah, basically, when I'm lacking something, so let's say, I, I will just take as an example. So I have my cup here. It's full of water but let's say it's, uh, it's totally empty okay so when I have empty space anything can get in anything can get in we like to use as this example in Kabbalah that when when we start listening to the what we call evil inclination inside of ourselves that every human being has it every human being has a good side and a bad side inside of yourself it's a nature two natures inside of a one human being uh -huh. so when I'm lacking something which is I am listening too much to my evil inclination my evil inclination is the emptiness it's the fears it's it's the doubts that I have my evil inclination it's everything that takes me to a place that I am in need and I am empty and I need something or someone to fill fill that up. Okay, let's say that um, let me take an example, confidence. Let's say that that the person has a lack of confidence. What would be the reaction the the reacting sign towards the other person? So she's she's she or he is empty of confidence. Mm -hmm. So she will find safetyness. So she will find a safe to feel safe in the other, right? Mm -hmm. So it's gonna be charging that security. Gonna be charging this person that security. That's what you're saying. Yeah, and then what happens is if the person leaves, my security lives with the person, which is a trouble for myself. There's no, there's no way. We, I love this sentence, Kabbalah. There is no coercion in spirituality. There is no way to to coerce. You know, like there is no way. If I'm empty, I can have as an illusion that somebody else can actually fill myself. Fill that up. Exactly. But once I. I lose this person for any reason we break the relationship okay this person is a little bit farther now we cannot have a lot of time together so what happens we start feeling empty and how can we solve this I'm going to buy another bag 
now I'm going to do a little bit more of gossip with someone so I can film my selfie. We start looking for a things. Lap of drinks. Woohoo. Uh-huh. Drinks, okay. drugs, and, you know, pointing and judging and watching all the news and thinking, like, what happens is my emptiness wants to fill myself with more emptiness. Wow. This is what happens because emptiness... <laughs> I'm going to start having like soundtrack here whenever people say something nice. I'm going to start. We're going to do like, oh, that was a good point. Good point. So people can remember. Wow. So, yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. And um, uh, it's important then, based on what you're saying, to feel whole yourself like like being a confident person like not being needy of love of attention like being whole with yourself so you don't don't go to a relationship with all this emptiness searching to to be fulfilled well expecting to be fulfilled somehow that's why it's so important you have a spiritual path. It doesn't matter which one you choose. But if we don't fill up those empty spaces with my lady, what happens if the person is not connected to a spiritual line? I say line because that's how I see, you know, that we have a line with the creator, no matter which philosophy or religion or you choose. So all connected religion reconnect right um once we were connected so reconnecting um so what happened if the person has no line no line connected to whatever forces out there i it's kind of i know it's a little bit tough to say but I love at the same time this this um, this contest. Yeah, because it's kind of being dead. Let's being dead. Go. Yeah, I know it's a little bit harsh, but I will I will explain what I mean. What is to be dead in the eyes of Kabbalah? To be dead is that I don't I don't feel I'm I'm creating movement. I'm not adding things. I'm not creating. I'm not building. If I'm, I'm just waiting for things to come on my way, if I'm all the time as expecting as a receiver, like I'm empty and I need someone to fill myself and I need things to fill myself. So what happens is I'm not actually moving myself and I'm not really alive. It's very crazy to think about because we so actually- are the signs of a person that is in that? This person is always needing something the person is is expecting that the world will will happen to him or to her. I'm waiting that something is gonna come, you know. If, and sometimes this is what happens. We are That's a little bit true. Dead, That's true. I'm dead, and someone comes and shakes myself. Something happened in my life, and it shakes myself to wake up that I have to do something. We don't want to wait this. This is the beautiful thing of for me in Kabbalah, you know, and we give so many classes just to awaken my, ourselves and people because we need to be in a spiritual path to actually start 
doing the right movements. Uh -huh. So if I do the right movements, I just feel myself full of energy. As more as I give, as more I'm connected to myself, to the light of the Creator, my soul, and the soul of the other person, so then things start moving. And this is the beauty of being alive, which is not just to be alive like I have open eyes and I'm walking. It doesn't mean I'm alive. I know you can be like a zombie once you don't have uh, that that connection, you know, that you're saying. Yeah. Uh, is that question about what we say? What if you are in a relationship but conscious about your lack of confidence? Unconscious or conscious? Uh, Gio e agua. What if you are in a relationship but conscious about your lack of confidence? Oh, she's saying you are in a relationship, you are in this relationship, but you are conscious of your lack of confidence. Well, I, I'm just like being here thoughtful here. So you need to work your confidence. So you don't have to need that feel safe in anybody's life. So you need to really feel safe yourself, right? Yeah, your 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 point of view in this one. Yeah, sure. Look, um, the first I would say this is also something I learned in Kabbalah is when you when you start giving names to your lack, you yeah. basically it more than half of the path. I now I'm conscious that. I am depending on someone to feel happy about myself. Now, I'm aware about it. And this is actually the biggest key. Someone just said awareness of is the key. And this is actually half halfway. After we realize that this is what I name it and I have clear for myself, I'm depending on this person. So this is the moment that we come to a place that I need to start fighting. And it's not fighting, I don't like actually this word. We we start opening ourselves to adding value. This is like for a very, very, very active uh, position or, or how can we proceed with this? We just start giving, start sharing. This is the key. I'm okay. lacking, I need someone to fill up my confidence, so let me change and I'm not now waiting for someone to tell me how pretty or how amazing I am to feel good about myself. Okay. And, and the opposite side, I will start to serve. I'm here as a servant. I want to serve, serve the opposite side. I want to serve the good parts of myself. I want to share. I want to add value. I want to I want to, to 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 move to change my perspective. So you're saying that instead of the person wait for those compliments or feel safe about it, she will start to visualize or like rec recognize the beauty in the other people instead of expect I, the I would just to just to start sharing. Just sharing? Just doing it doing because actions have a lot of power if you do an action and your desire your your consciousness your intention is i want to i want to know how good i am i want to know from myself that i'm good and there's something very interesting i realized in my personal life and with the studies of kabbalah 
is that if you want to know the good that you are, start doing goodness. So what happens is when we start sharing good, you awaken the goodness parts of yourself. And you just start increasing so much your self-esteem. You go to a totally different place. I'm not here because I need someone to tell me how good I am. I'm actually doing actions. It doesn't matter if I believe or if I don't believe that I'm a good person yet. I will just start doing. I will volunteer. I will give a call to share, to, to listen to a friend of mine. I will prepare food for my, my husband, my wife. I will do something with care and with love. I will start acting and the action will transform you. Does it make sense? It does. So once you open up to of doing those things, uh, you open space to the light come in within. Yeah. Right. Totally. Okay. Now, Yael, tell us about the relationship with ourselves. We now we are forced to go within, right? We are everybody in this quarantine. We are reinventing ourselves. <laughs> you know, we are having a lot of... Oh, thank you, Gio. I hope we answered your question. And uh, we are like ha having a different way of communicating, you know, uh, with friends because we cannot see them. <laughs> Even if you go in the supermarket, like we cannot go restaurants anymore or anything. And, and for some people are alone very very alone like literally nobody and some people are with the loved ones and family and still you know the living there every day is changing relationships um, what do you have to say uh, in order for us to get advantage of this time now and evolve our relationship with ourselves I think it's such important uh, conversation this one because you just mentioned the right point we, we are having a need from outside because actually it's not something we chose, but it's a pressure from the universe. So we can actually develop these relationships which are the most important ones. First of all, our relationship with ourselves. I can tell about, about myself those past three weeks, I was in quarantine, I'm completely isolated at home. And I actually could heal a lot of stuff that I didn't really understand I had to do. I didn't wow. really know I had to heal myself, but because I had to be, like, I have a, such, an, such a crazy schedule, I'm all the time running a lot, I travel every week to Rio de Janeiro, I teach in Rio, I teach in Sao Paulo, like, so many things going on that I didn't really have this time to get inside of myself and to understand a little bit about my life. And as I said, Kabbalah is a spiritual path for self-development. And being a teacher and a student, as I am, I'm both, I'm a Kabbalah teacher and I'm also a student of Kabbalah. I know that every time, every month that passes by, I have to change myself. I have to transform myself because if I don't, so what happens is that uh, the outside start pushing myself to change. And this is in a personal level, but this is in a global level as well. Okay. And I like to say that 
I was thinking a lot about it and I totally see the all the virus and the things that we are going through it's actually our best teacher because again if you don't pass in school you have to repeat the last year again oh yeah right? and this is for good we don't like it when we're a child but it's good for us it's for us to rethink it's for us to rebuild ourselves and have a chance to act in a better way or choose better totally and as you're saying i was thinking we we shared i will not read but i will just show to you guys there's an amazing book of kabbalah from the ravashlag this is an edition from the kabbalah center where i teach kabbalah on world peace on world peace. it's awesome and he he shares a lot of things but one of the amazing amazing ideas that the ravashlag says is that we are actually as a, a chain we are like, um, let me say exactly the word he uses, a cog. We are a cog in a big, big machine that this is the world, a big machine. And most of the time, we don't see ourselves as a cog. We think my thoughts, even if I dislike myself, or if I have bad thoughts about other people, or if I don't believe myself, I think this is actually just hurting myself or even I think it's not hurting anybody. I'm just a bad person. That's why I don't give, that's why I don't share, that's why I don't really care. So we believe in a little, like in a, some things that some one day we heard about, or for any reason we believe in a few things. Mm -hmm. What happens is this cog is deficient. And okay. if you have a piece of the machine that has a problem, the whole machine stop working. Yeah, like the human body. If your kidneys start cracking, that's it. Your whole body crashes. If your stomach is bad, your heart is bad. Any organ in your body, if it's bad, is is going to affect affect your cells and your I mean your whole system. And you probably will get a fever. Your body's going to start telling you that is something wrong. So you're saying that each one is a piece on the universe that matters. Totally matters. That, that really matters. What and if this, this one person is not good, is affecting somehow the whole system. The whole thing. It's like if like if I what I do and what I don't do, what I think and what I don't think, what I feel and what I don't feel, anything we do or we don't both ways are affecting the world the elevation of the world or the decli declination we say yeah. declining declining yeah. of the world so we don't really think about it but at this time at this point that we are all at home and our relationships as you said change so much this is actually the right time for all of us to understand that there's nobody else that can that can uh, feed the hole that we have inside it's just if i start adding value to the world to the society to the people around me so i start understanding that i am good even if i didn't believe before i start believing because i'm doing i'm adding value and this will increase the world and actually this is the consciousness that can heal the virus because now the virus is a virus it's a covid okay this is the, the name now, but it can be any other thing. 
we have a crash in the in the economy economics in the world oh yeah we have a lot of uh, now it's coming up the numbers of depression and anxiety you know and how actually i want to i want to share i want people to to have a tip about uh, how to enlighten yourself get out of this feeling what kabbalah teaches us uh, if we are going through depression anxiety uh, what kabbalah says uh, why we get in that point and uh, how can we um, not get in that like which consciousness we can bring into this mm -hmm. first of all uh, being anxious in anxiety yeah having anxiety having anxiety is it's our soul trying to be expressed is our soul trying to express be expressed and it cannot express it cannot and be expressed what happens is our soul wants to communicate with us but i'm not listening i'm not hearing our soul that wants to communicate with our consciousness exactly our and with heart, my heart ourselves yeah. so what happens with uh, being anxious and in anxiety is that i'm not listening to this to soul. my soul oh that's a what, good one so what happens is we we start ah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what happens i i'm listening too much to the voice of my evil inclination. I'm listening too much to the to the illusion, to this force inside of ourselves that want to cause harm to myself or to other people. Oh. Uh, you know, like I'm comparing too much, I'm angry, I'm angry, I'm judging, I'm criticizing, I think I'm not good enough. All these bad thoughts that is causing harm to myself, to the other people, to the world. So I'm listening too much to this. I'm not focusing enough of my time to do good in the world and to do good for myself and to the people. So this causes anxiety to, to all of us. So that's how it's important to be in action. Of so basically anxiety, it's when our soul is trying to communicate with us and we are not stopping to listen. How to stop and listen? meditations right calm down your heart calm down try to listen to yourself try to go with it and uh usually saying the ego wants to create separation i was going to good you i was going to say also i, w I don't want to forget about depression as well uh but uh after that i would love to ask uh, what do we do with our egos in the relationships yeah, because that's the topic today. But let's go back just to, for depression. So depression it's, is the result of the anxiety that didn't answer, didn't hear the anxiety? Very, very good point, Mila, because actually when we are in depression, when I, I faced depression when I was a teenager, so I totally know how it feels like. And today I can see and I can relate that I was not... I, I didn't have motivation and I was not doing anything. Like I was, again, it's like, like increasement. The, the, like going to a very extreme way of depression, the person, like, God forbid, okay? The person wants to take himself, take his life. Oh, yeah. 
you know, uh, like, and, yeah, and this is just, just so sad, but it's actually because the person didn't create the movement. The person believed that the, the forces outside has so much power over him. And it's so sad because what happens is that we have to come back. You know, there's no way to get off and to get rid of. Look, I'm having a vision right now. So imagine that everybody's in a beautiful dance. So the world is dancing. It's, it's movements everywhere. The ants on the floor, the bugs and the butterflies and the birds. And everybody is in movement. The whole world is in movement. The wind that shakes the trees, you know. So if you're stuck, you, you are stopping the movement of the whole, but not only it. So you're stopping the movement in, within your life. That's why you you end up going in depression. And also, I think movement is so related to emotions too. Because once you you have like higher emotions, you elevating your vibration. So if you're vibrating highly, you move. Totally. Move. And if your vibration is low, it's lack of movement, of course. Makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. It's beautiful what you're saying. And I want to add something just because, you know, something very empowering for me in Kabbalah is when I realized that not all my emotions really matters. I used to think that all my emotions matters. And if I feel something, that's true. But actually, our emotions are a very, very lower part of our soul. Like Kabbalah explains about different levels of our soul. And okay. actually have nefesh, which is a Hebrew term of a very lower soul, which is a connection with our body that just makes us physically alive. The emotions. Yeah, the, the body itself, okay? The nefesh. Oh, the body, okay. Yeah. And in the body, we have the two natures the positive one and the bad one the negative one the negative one so when i listen to all the emotions that i have i can be very much attached to my physical body the emotions itself so there's another level of emotion the good emotion which is love and i start connecting my heart and my brain and my my mind with all these positive vibes and i start doing Again, I want so much that people will understand. But it's still, there's still emotions, right? There are higher emotions, higher frequencies of emotions, let's say. Yeah. But it's still emotions. Because, you know, once in meditation, I, I just have these glimpses of messages, you know, whenever I'm meditating. And um, uh, it, it just came awareness, like, we are here to leave the emotions. To mm -hmm. leave the emotions, to understand emotions. Mm -hmm. And then when we're not here, it's like we're part of the whole. And when we hear the gift is what you said, the free will, right? And uh, so it's funny, like the way you're pointing out, because it's still emotion, but we have to detach about the lower emotions, the, the yeah. negative side, and elevate and transform the positive ones. Totally. Like I start detaching myself from the emotions of that are very much connected to the external things. So if something happened, if someone speaks good about myself, so I feel good about myself. I'm so happy. I'm so full of life. And if someone speaks bad about myself, oh my God, who am I? I'm so bad. I'm terrible. What did I do? So just 
this is the 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 frequency. transforming mind. Yeah, this, first this this is the frequency frequency of emotions that it's very much attached to the physicality. Oh, I the see. Outside. And these emotions that doesn't really they didn't really uh, take us to a good place. We need to detach ourselves from these emotions so we can get the emotions from what we call in Kabbalah neshama or our soul that is really bringing love and happiness and truth for ourselves. I can give an example about it, like a simple example that about the transforming mind because you must have a transformed mind to see that way, right? So let's say you're in the traffic and somebody just crosses your way, like almost hitting your car. And instead of the person saying, sorry, the person yells at you and, and just, that drives you so mad and you want to yell back. But instead you just look at this person and you're like, oh my God, he might be having a very bad day or this person has like such a reactive mode because of his childhood or many things. I mean, it doesn't matter, but for a person to act that way, it must have something behind. So you must work through the compassion and love and understanding that wasn't attacking you. It's just something that he's seeing in the mirror. Hello, let's go back to the mirror, right? Beautiful, beautiful, totally, wow. This is so important, yeah. so powerful. We would call this in Kabbalah restriction, which is I, I, I resist, uh, I resist against. I feel the desire to yell back and to, you know, to say horrible things or to be angry at the person or the traffic, whatever. But I actually realized that this, this, I don't allow this to go in. Like it's my decision, it's my free will, how I'm going to. So it kind of has to be cold towards the lower emotion. And I believe if you if you practice restriction, 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 that becomes stronger on you. Yeah. You become less reactive, I think. And right? this is such a freedom. Mila, a lot of people think that this is bad because I'm suppressing my emotions. I'm not saying this. This is a big, big, like big, big time. It's a transformation. Totally. You actually understand that you are not your emotions of the moment. If the moment continue happening, let's say the emotions of today continue like coming back and back and back is because your soul is trying to tell you that you have something to develop and you have something to look at. Okay. So the relate, like the soul is all the time, look, you see, and you feel guilty and you feel envy again and again and again is because we have to learn. We have to detach and we have to solve something and then we can move to this big consciousness, this mastermind or whatever we can call. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, we will definitely be talking about a topic about uh, the frequencies and vibrations that emotions uh, send to the universe, you know, because it's this connection from the heart to the, the brain. I will be definitely very soon talking about vibrations and frequencies guys uh, but just going back to the ego uh, we have three minutes so the egos in the relationship we have to practice the restriction to have in order to have or to balance our egos in those relationships right totally and to know we always always gonna have ego the egos there's always. no way 
There's no way. Stop trying to get rid of the ego. There's no way. The ego will always be accompanying you everywhere you go, in every relationship you have. But you have a power to decide how to act. And this is where all, all our powers is. It's where I can decide how I'm going to act, what I'm going to feed. This is my decision. The inclinations will be here all the time, yeah, all the time there, but I can choose you can and choose. we can, and this is very, very important is that I want to leave people with one very important key, which is the action. It doesn't matter if you are home and if you don't have so many people around, or maybe you have, but actions of sharing, it, it doesn't have to be just face by face. And when you act in your actions are your transformation. So if you start acting good, like towards people and towards yourself in meditation, any action you can have, this will start to help your mind to, to develop and transform. Evolve. Amazing, Yael. Oh my God, I hope we had at least more 20 minutes, but we have only two minutes. And I want to uh, uh, let this space now for you to share about Kabbalah Center and your uh, Instagram or whatever you need to to so I just want to share with everybody that my Instagram most of the content is in Portuguese because I teach Brazil and Portugal but I have amazing friends in the Kabbalah Center in the website kabbalah.com or kabbalah1.com everything written the one is written you can find so much content i have amazing friends sharing this ancient wisdom of kabbalah of how can we have amazing life from the inside out and we have teachers in new york miami los angeles i have so many friends around so please just check it out the kabbalah center the instagram of the kabbalah center new york Kabbalah Center LA and my Instagram if you speak Portuguese of course you are yeah. always, always yeah welcome. I I am suspicious to say but Kabbalah is a very important uh, practice in my life it changed my whole perspective of things and I'm so grateful and thank you so much Yael for this life access the best meditation app now you tune in has come to revolutionize there are more than a thousand meditation tracks with binaural beats and AD sound technology. Improve your quality of life. Be more focused. You sleep better. Have more energy and disposition. Improve your immune system. Reduce stress and depression. Find out more on our website www.utunein.com